do the remote schooling from home in Washington State because of COVID. They gave the school gave an option for that. I saw it as a great opportunity for multiple reasons. Um, one of them is just to be here and uh, to be involved with the church and you know to see the growth. And you know when you come here on Sundays, you really see the growth of the church. You see, you know the just explosion of the music and when God's presence and we just welcome it in and people are worshiping and then pastor gets up and whoever it is um, but you know pastor gets up and you know he's just on fire and preaches that word and uh, it's just been there's been something different and I think as for me I'd rather have it be happening now than, than before you know? right. and so especially with this time that's happening and everything and so just want to give honor to God for that and um so yeah, so I'm here for until the end of December, and then I'll be going back for one semester, and I'll be finishing up at CLC Christian Life College with a general ministry degree. Uh, I'm not really going for the degree or anything. Uh, you know, that's beyond me. Um, I am just, I am going out. I decided I want to go there to grow spiritually. That's the reason why I'm there. I've made some lifelong friends. I've made uh, some best friends, some, some great people. Uh, no, no wife or girlfriend, but that's not the whole, you know, that's not the whole thing. Uh, but they do say ring by spring, so I will be there in the springtime. Uh, well, I brought that up just in case someone can let Sister, uh, Sister Long know, because if she was here, she'd be wondering. So I did that. I did that for her. All right. So, all right. It's good to see everybody. Praise the Lord. So has anyone here, I have to ask a question, you don't have to raise your hands, but has anyone here has wanted to think to yourself, has anyone here ever been offended? Actually, you know, go ahead and raise your hands, let's see it. Has anyone here been offended? If anyone here has been offended by me, I want to apologize first off. And so, you know, there's this guy who I was working with, he was only here for about two weeks, his family got up and they moved. I, I went to find him and I said, hey, you know, Ilham, it was nice to meet you. Um, if you guys can't hear me, go ahead and do this. Apparently, this is my mom's signal, so if I'm not looking at her, I need to know from everyone else. So just give me that. Uh, but so I went up to him and I was like, you know, I'm gonna miss you and everything. And he and he apologized to me. He said, you know, if I ever said anything that would hurt you, I just I don't want to leave on a bad note. I just thought that was so sweet of him. But yeah, so has anyone here been offended? You know, and we don't really look to offend people, but in Luke 17:1. Uh, Jesus says that offenses will come and that they're inevitable. They're going to happen, you know, especially now social media. I feel like we see them a lot more and people when they're offended, they react in however you can, you know, I'll let you fill in the blank. But when people are offended, they can do anything seems like now today yeah. and however they want to go about expressing themselves. If they're offended more than they have more right to to go out and show their their anger so today i would like to talk about a principle in the bible um, about forgiveness and it's something very elementary it's you know i feel like i could teach this probably <laughs> feel like my little sisters you know and uh but the thing is is that what we're gonna we're gonna look at forgiveness from people who were 30 years old and you know probably maybe a little bit older than most of you guys here. So people that were about 30 years old and how they use forgiveness. And so that's what we're gonna go to the Bible and look into that. 
So we can do more for ourselves by forgiving others. That's just something to know, something to jot down and realize. That's what I've learned is that when you forgive someone else, you're actually, it's, it's kind of crazy, but you do more for yourself. You allow for yourself to grow and you open up opportunities. A bitter heart, a bitter heart finds no peace like forgiveness. I don't know who said that, but I think that's so great. For me personally, I remember as a younger boy, I had a situation that would, I would, someone would always offend me, and I would always, you know, hate being around them, and especially my mom would always be like, she would be like, Grant, you can't feel bitter about this, you know, or you have a chip on your shoulder, and, uh, you know, and I always didn't really know what that one meant, but, <laughs> but she always said, you can't be offended by it, you can't let bitterness grow in your heart, you know, and she would always warn me of that. And I always be like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm like, no joke, I'm like nine, you know, and she's telling me this, as like a little kid. But she was looking out for me, so thank you, Mom. And I'm not gonna mention who they are, because if I do that, did I really forgive them? And I'm not gonna put them on blast or anything like that. Um, but now when I see those, when I see that person, you know, um, or when I think about them, I don't think any hateful thoughts, I don't, you know, pray God to, to strike him dead, you know? Uh, and we can learn that from Jonah. When, when, you know, God was like, kill him, you know? Or Jonah was like, kill him, God, like, you know? And God was like, no, we're gonna extend, extend mercy and grace. And, and so he had to learn forgiveness as well. And so for me though, I don't, those, those feelings aren't there. And I, and I give glory to God for that, that I don't have those bitter feelings in me. And that's, you know, and I decided to love them. And I even, I even told them, you know? And, uh, you know, there's a thing that happened, and my dad even said, "You want to do? You want to sniff it in the bud before it's too late." Well, it was too late, you know. But it's in God's hands now. And I went later, and I told him that I loved him and everything, and you know, I just gave it to God, and I let Him work with it. All right. And so, but I, and this is what I'm gonna kind of talk about is, is this is something that I've gone through, and I kind of just want to share and want to share like my testimony on it. Amen. So, in Matthew six. 14 through 15, if we could put that up there. For if ye forgive, forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their, trespass, their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Amen. Amen. How, important, how important is it to forgive? Well, I can say that your salvation, it depends on it. We can look at Mark 11 and 25. And when you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. So, that sounded way better to somewhere, different translation or something. But what that's saying is that, you know, you need to go and, and forgive someone else. I think I had another scripture, and we'll get to it later, um, that talks about that. God instructs us to forgive as, as you do or he, God instructs us to forgive quickly, pretty much. Right. If we pull up Matthew 18, 21 through 22. All right. Matthew 18, 21 through 22. Yes, sir. Sorry, I don't think I put that one on the notes. But Brother, uh, Brother Clifter, he had him. I gave him all the, the Bible verses. I probably messed up. But I uh, thank you for getting here early, though able to do that. I wore my contacts today so I can read them. 
And I think it says in Matthew 18, 21 through 22, it's the passage where he says, you know, how many times should we forgive someone who offended us? And he says, 70 times seven. And to me, what that, you know, I don't know how you guys translate that or how you guys take that verse in, but to me, that's to forgive someone quick, man. Like, if you're forgiving that many times, like, you got to do it quick because they're going to be offending you a lot because Jesus did say that offenses will come. And then if you go to the next verse, please. Jesus said unto them, I say unto thee, until seven times, but until seventy times seven. It's a lot. That is a lot of times to forgive. And so that's definitely something that we're called to do. So we have a choice. A choice. Forgiving is not just an emotion. It's a, it's a choice. We, you know, you don't forgive because you feel like, oh man, you know, I really, I really need to do this, you know. But you, you do it out of love. You do it because God, he put that there for us. And we're going to keep looking into that. God, God wants to heal us of the emotions that our hurts have brought when we, cho when we chose to forgive. Uh, in Luke 23, 34. All right. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. So Jesus was on the cross, you know, it's one of the cries, I think it's one of seven cries that he made. And this, then this plea was, Father, forgive them, for they're crucifying their Savior. They're crucifying someone who loved them and gave them everything they had. And, and they didn't really realize what they were actually doing. And the one thing that he said, one of the cries he said on the cross was, Father, forgive these people. And Jesus showed us how to forgive in, in doing that. He was that example for us. Let's see. Uh, Joseph. Is also he's another 30 year old I want to talk about today uh, he is the type of Jesus Christ so they both started their ministry in about 30 Joseph became you know he started the uh, preparing for the famine and whatnot at 30 years old the they both Jesus and Joseph were both sold in exchange for silver Jesus was 30 pieces Joseph was 20 they were both betrayed and they were both afflicted um, and also they were both tempted, but neither of them have, it's, it wasn't, it was noted that neither of them ever sinned. And so I know Joseph, you know, no one sinned, but it never mentions that Joseph did sin in the Bible. It doesn't mention it. And so, and yet he was tempted by Potiphar's wife. He never gave in to sin. And same with Jesus. He was tempted, but never gave in. So we're going to kind of look at the life of Joseph today, tonight. All right. So Joseph was betrayed, sold into slavery. He... He pretty much got stripped away. He was the favorite of his father. And his brothers took him when he went to, to go and check up on him. And they threw him into a den. And then they sold him into slavery. And then when he was working there, it literally says in the word of God that he had everything that he touched, it was good. And that God blessed it because God had mercy on Joseph. And then Joseph's, Joseph literally became... From that position, the, the man that owned him, which was Potiphar, he saw this and he, he lifted him up and he said, everything I have is yours. And an interesting fact about Joseph is before the law was even given, he realized that it was sinful to even lay with another man's wife. You know, that was such a man of God to, to, to realize these things, to, to know the heart of God before God even expressed it and wrote it on a stone. Let's see here. Joseph, uh, so when he became this person, the overseer, pretty much, he was accused of rape, and he was filled, 
of all that he had and cast into a prison. When things began to change and look up for Joseph, when he was given hope because, you know, God allowed him to interpret a dream, he told the baker, he said, or he told the, uh, the butler, he said, when you go to Pharaoh in three days, remember me and tell him about what I did for you, you know? Like, I did this for you, can you help a brother out? And the butler's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that, I'll do that. Well, he goes, he gets restored, he's back with Pharaoh, the butler, he, he leaves prison. Joseph's in prison for two more years for God. You know, he has a promise, he has all these things, and they're in that, in that prison, you can probably grow pretty bitter, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think all of us would, honestly. <laughs> um, I would, uh, for sure, and um, especially not having someone to remind me, you know? And Joseph was in there just by himself. And so, so that's just, that's one thing in itself. But then finally, the, the Pharaoh has a dream. And the butler says, you know, I know this guy who I was supposed to tell you two years ago about, but I forgot. He got, like, all of a sudden, he remembers, you know. And, um, and he tells him. And so the Pharaoh pulls Joseph finally two years later out of prison. And Joseph interprets this dream. And then he becomes lifted up and he gets, and it's kind of funny because Joseph's like, well, what you need to do is you need to pick someone to, uh, he kind of sets himself up for success. He's like, you need, to, you need to pick somebody to rule everything for you and to do all these things that I just told you about that's going to happen. And the Pharaoh's like, well, there's no one else godlier than you. So you should do it. Uh, I, was, I was just laughing at that because he kind of, he kind of, you know, put one in for himself and it worked out. Smart guy. But um, but that's pretty much what happened to Joseph. He had a life, and even it even says where, and we'll go here, Genesis 41 through 51. Genesis 41 through 51. And Joseph called the name of the firstborn. These are his sons. This is during the, uh, the after the famine happened, of seven years famine, there was seven years of, or sorry, after, this was during the seven years of good times, whatever. And then there was a seven-year famine. And so during that good seven years of plentiful, Joseph had a son. And the firstborn he called Manasseh. For God said, for God said he, hath made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. So Joseph forgot every affliction. He forgot all that he went through. And he also forgot his family, the ones that betrayed him. You know, he said, thank you, glory to God. I moved on, you know, I went through all this, but, but I'm done. Like, I have forgot all of those people, and I don't need them anymore, you know? Now, I'm not sure we're going to keep going, all right? So remember that, okay, Manasseh, that's what that means. For God has called me to for, forget all my toil and all of my father's house. All right, Gen uh, so Joseph then meets his brothers in Genesis 42, 21 through 24. And they said one to another, we, we are barely guilty concerning our brother, in that we saw the anguish of a soul. So they're all talking right in front of Joseph here. When he besought us, so when Joseph came out to us in the field and we sold him to slavery, and we would not hear, therefore in this distress come upon us. Next verse. So they said, they're pretty much saying, you know, he came over to us and we, we pretty much acted like we killed him and sold him to slavery. And Reuben answered them saying, Spake I not unto you, saying, Do not sin against the child, and ye would not hear. Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. So now they're feeling guilty, and they're like, 
man, this is on us. It's this bad that's about to happen that Joseph and their older brother, who they don't even realize, or their younger brother, who they don't realize is, is in charge of them right now, and who they've come begging for food for during this famine, is doing these kind of messed up trickery games to them, evil things to them, and now they're realizing, like, this is our, this is us reaping what we've sown. And to go to the next verse, and they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them by an interpreter. And then the next verse, and he turned himself about from them, and Joseph wept. So Joseph, if you remember that last verse, he named his son years before Manasseh, for I forgot my family. So he's like, I'm done with them, you know? Like, God has blessed me, I have a new family, but he still has the emotions from his brother, from his family in the past. And you see that he wept. And so God is in that ministry of healing us of, of things, that these hurts that maybe we feel like, you know, there hasn't been forgiveness yet, and we feel like we're over it, and we feel that we can handle it, and God's blessed us. But really, when, those, when we actually go back and we start to think about those things, or when those things confront us, you know, it says that he cried from his bowls or something like that. And I imagine that's like just tears and tears coming down, you know. And those emotions that we have, those will come out when those things of, of unforgiveness happen. Let me just see my spot. All right. And if we go to Genesis 47, 11 through 12. And Joseph placed his father and his brethren and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt and the best land and in the land of Ramses as Pharaoh had commanded. So this is later, okay? So Joseph restores them. He restores his brothers and he lets them know. He tells them, kind of giving you guys the quicker version, right? Uh, he tells them, you know, I'm your guys' I'm your guys' brother, and I'm in this position because God put me here to protect you guys. Um, and he restores him. And Joseph nourished his father and his brethren and all his father's household, his bread with bread, according to their families. So he took care of all of them, okay? When you, get, when you forgive, you open up opportunities of restoration that you never saw possible. So Joseph earlier called his son Manasseh, and said that I have forgotten my family. And then when he forgave and he showed mercy and grace, just as Jesus would, these things are restored. He's restored to his father. He's restored the thing that was stripped away from him, that, that father that so loved him. And they even say, Reuben and the eldest, they always say that he was our father's favorite, you know? And, uh, and that got restored and he got restored with his brethren. Not once when I'm reading the story, do the brothers ever cry? It doesn't mention it. Joseph is the only one that's out here crying. He's the one that's hurt. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I and he, he cries about three to four times. And I'm just kind of, kind of kind of thinking like it's kind of weird that the brothers aren't crying and no one seems to cry with Joseph and these things. Um, I don't know if he's. I don't think he's just some softy either. I think he's a. I think he's a tough dude. I think he's a manly guy, but he's hurt, and these offenses have hurt him. Uh, if we can go. There's another one of his sons that I wanted to pull up the name. I think it's Genesis 41 through 51. Might have to look it up. Yes. I think I have something to add to that. I'm not so sure Joseph was crying because he was so hurt. I think he was more shocked and in awe at the moving of God. 
yeah, you're like, at least pay bread once and truly know you forgive someone when you see them, you don't feel the bitterness, hatred, you pretty much don't feel anything except any compassion. And so, if you truly just forgive them, then I, I, don't, I don't think you're trying to do it so much as seeing the will of God, actually seeing the miracle. Thank you. So now they're like, 
hold up, our father's dead. He hasn't forgave us. So they actually don't think that they've gotten forgiveness because he, even though he was nice to them, he did that trickery on them. And then he was, he got, he did that trickery on them. His dreams were fulfilled, but he's still kind of messing with them several times. And then they're like, wait a sec, our father's dead. He doesn't forgive us. We aren't really forgiven. He's just doing that because because of our dad. And certainly requit us all the evil which we did unto him. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying. So they're like, hey, look, this is what father said. Next verse, please. So shall ye say unto Joseph, forgive, I pray thee now, the trespass of thy brethren and their sin. For they did unto thee evil. And now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of the Father. And if we can hold there, of God of thy Father. So they're sending this message saying, forgive the brothers of what they did, Joseph. My question is, why did they wait so long? It, I, that's a good point. I'm not sure. That is, I don't know either. And um, just ate of his blessings for years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I'm kind of saying, like, you don't see them crying. Like, you don't, yeah, they're petrified at the moment, but it doesn't seem like they really, I don't, I don't really know. I felt like they knew they did these terrible things, but, you know, they just didn't, until you actually like, forgive someone, you know, sometimes they don't realize what they've done. Um, and that's also the power of forgiveness. Um, okay, we'll go to the next verse. Joseph wept when they spake unto him. So they told all this to Joseph. And, we, and I know I didn't give you the next one, but could you go to the next verse after that? 22. Oh, okay, my bad. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. And then the next verse, what Cliff? And Joseph said unto them, Fear not. Well, isn't that like God right there? Isn't that like, you know, the type of Jesus? Fear not. You know, God doesn't give us that spirit of fear. He puts us, gives us love. He reminds us, like, his perfect love casts out all fear. For I am, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, you thought evil against me. But God meant it. And this is when Joseph gave forgiveness. He never gave it to them at any other point. Because you don't truly give forgiveness until he said it to somebody. And that's also, and Jesus, uh, he says, you know, until you, and I think I messed up on the verse, but until you go, if you're trying to pray to me, he says, go and fix what you've done wrong to someone else before you come to me. And so, the, and so you have to speak it. You, have, you can't just say, oh, I forgive them. But you have to go to someone, let them know. Otherwise, they're not persuaded. But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day, save much people alive. And then, now therefore fear ye not, I will nourish you, your little ones, and you comforted them and spake kindly unto them. Oh. All right? That's so powerful. Speaking kindly. There's so many New Testament. I think James talks about that, going and speaking kindly, being oh. Christian, and all those things. Amen. Um, now, you guys can raise any hands. Uh, <laughs> brother, I'm going to have Marcus here is going to help me with something. And um, I'm going to be passing out a note card, pen, and a note card. So you can go ahead and pass it around. 
Thank you, Marcus. He's so great. I just met him and he volunteered to help out. Um, you gotta keep Sarah in our prayers. She just got hurt too, so we need Sarah walking around. Um, so yeah, if you would like, go ahead and take a no card and pen. And then, Pastor, do you have any closing? I'm about to close. Do you have any closing? All right. Yes. before done it's not my idea, idea. but um, so if you would like and you can just scribble on it to make it look like you're writing just to appease me it's okay um, but if you can go ahead and write this on the if you get your pens ready and if, maybe test it real quick do some quigglies make sure it works please all right so today I wrote it down Yes, please. Yeah. So uh, we're going to write down these words. Today, I forgive, and you can put anyone's name on that piece of paper. 
and, and just appease me, just scribble it. It's okay, I know a lot of us are adults, and I did say that this is something that is very <laughs> elementary, you know? But I don't know anyone, everyone's situation here. I'm not a therapist. They're, Can you, you forgive more than one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this is for, you, you know? So today I forgive, and then write someone's name. Down. So this is forgiveness without, it, without prayer and fasting, or anything, right? <laughs> Yes, this is just helping you. This is a start. It's kind Should of practical. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is why they do it with elementary kids. <laughs> and you guys think school kids are tough. <laughs> a lot more immediate. All right. Bless you guys. Or Mellon. All right, give me that piece of paper. I need to write. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, all right, so. All right, and I'm gonna close. So this is your last shot time to take the mic from Grant. I know you guys like doing this. I know. Come on. The last time, to take the mic. I'm going to close. I'm giving you all your last opportunity. Oh, we got Mark. Yes. I don't want the mic. Am I putting this basket back there? Are you collecting these? Oh, you can just. Marcus is gonna be so kind at the end. We'll have the basket in the back so you can turn the pins in, so we don't uh, litter them all. Oh, I don't put my 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 thing. The you pens. Just put the pen. um, all right, you guys are adults. You can do whatever you want. Piece of paper. What's that? I, I always like the idea that Jesus told Peter seventy times seven. Right? Mm -hmm. How many times is that? Four hundred ninety. Okay. So if he expects that, he expects that from mm -hmm. us. How much more is he willing to forgive? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Right? Yes. Sir. My problem was I had somebody I needed to forget, and I kept saying, how? I don't know how. I just could not get it through my head on how to forgive. And I didn't really learn how until I learned to take authority in the name of Jesus Christ to cover their sin of, of what they did to me. So when I asked God to take the sin they did to me and to cover it with his blood. What a difference in my life. That's what this is about, to talk about these things, yes. That's kind of an old southern thing. You know, you just bless them. Just bless them. I'm not from the south, but I remember other people going, just bless them. Just bless them. And sometimes it does help just to pray, to sometimes just start praying for them. Yeah. I tell the, the little kids when they get mad at you know, neighborhood kids and stuff, just pray for them. Tonight, just pray for them. Oh, you know. yeah, but I used to pray no. to God to kill the person. Oh, well, there I did. Used to. Isn't that great? I don't know what I do. Yes, it's just. I did, and when I realized that I had a problem that way. Yeah. Hey, we're getting transparent here. This is great. All right. Hey, and they said comedy was dead. That's where 491 comes in. That's where 491 comes in. 491? Yeah, 491, then you can. Oh! Yes, that's it. Oh, just the thought that scripture, I can't remember if I read this, and it's not sure what to do, but that scripture that said, all that I might know him in the power. 
I think part of that suffering was when he took on the sins of the world and he forgave. Mm, so when we we partake in fellowship with the suffering, when we learn how to take someone's sin like he did and truly forgive them. And um, yeah, that's just uh, the fellowship of the suffering is taking on that sin. Because you know, when you think about it, we're the only ones that can really forgive someone that has offended us. Yeah. We have that power, just like the Lord forgave us for our sins that we sinned against him. So I gotta ask everybody, is it okay if I like keep these comments you guys said and add these to these notes and, and oh, better yeah. this, you know? Like that's some good stuff, man. You guys throwing like nuggets at me right now. Especially Sister Yeah. Hey Kelly, is that one of those little check marks are behind the door? All about. All right. <laughs> There definitely needs to be prayer tonight. <laughs> All right. Put that mic down quick. All right. Yep. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, see, I'm trying to see the flow. All right. I'm going to end with two verses. All right. Are you guys ready for this? Yes. Yes. All right. Here we go. I love how unity we are. All right. Ephesians 4:32. And be ye kind one to another. Tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. And just like in that, um, just like what Joseph told Pharaoh, is Pharaoh had two dreams. He had one of the corn and one of the of the cow. And he said, Those two dreams are one. He, he gave it to you twice because of the urgency of it. Can you hit me with Colossians 3:13? Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. That's in, man, this forgiveness stuff is in there a lot. Amen. You know? And so God really wants us to forgive. And, to, and you know, and how do we do it? I'm sorry I didn't come up with a practical answer on that, but I'm, I definitely would have to add that in there. Um, yes, yeah, Sister Gordon.
with us, continue to be with us, and 